if you can go five minutes without throwing up, you probably still win. Hey, that's how I found my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this laptop. <laughs> yeah, actually, you're on a roll. Just keep keep troubleshooting, and we got ourselves an episode here. Hey, everyone. It's your GM, Alex, here. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Tuesday Gaming. How are you doing today? That's great. Have you lost weight? You look amazing. New haircut? We've got another great episode for you this week with a little, some, little something, a little, little something special for you. Just just, uh, just you wait. We worked pretty hard on it, procrastinated on it a lot, and uh, literally got it done at the latest possible moment, but I think it worked out pretty good. I hope you all enjoy it. We did it for you. Please enjoy episode number 54, The Masked Who? Cucko Puffs. Welcome back to Tuesday Gaming. We are Swiss Army Scorpion. So here we are in the Hall of the Hurricane King. And I believe I need some constitution checks for that Eaton contest. Yes. Uh, Tuck Tuck, Cheryl, and the Hood are stuffing their faces. What did you need? Constitution checks? Yeah. Oh yeah, how much food can you fit in that in that belly? Okay, that makes sense. Ooh. Oh, oh the barrel. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Oh no. Okay, so uh we'll say like an hour passes and everyone is sharing in the revelry and also eating a lot. Besides eating a lot, did anybody have anything they wanted to accomplish socially in this encounter? I would like to get my letter of mark. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I need anything else, like anything important. Okay, so about an hour goes by, and uh, Cheryl, Tuck Tuck, and the Hood have eaten just about all you can eat. And I mean, those are some impressive constitution checks. So you guys, you, you guys draw some attention. Like eventually, everyone realizes that this is a thing, and you guys are just like <laughs> competing with each other. Is like I don't think anybody said it out loud, but the constitution checks are 17, 20, and 21. So you guys are like really going for the gold, but at the end of it, just barely, the hood out-eats Cheryl. Ridiculous. Put a fork in me. I lost to a guy with a hood. <laughs> he licked the plate at the end. <laughs> oh, he licked your plate before you could get to it. So towards the end of it, like the entire room is is aware and like invested in this contest so once it's finally over everyone's like oh yeah congratulations woo there you go look at that guy in the hood look how much you can eat what a fatty figure the hood's I, uh, gonna come out of it looking almost like pregnant <laughs> the distended belly and everything <laughs> uh i'd like to congratulate my compatriots on a on a job well done we did damage to this uh feast and that's the important part <laughs> <laughs> yeah there yeah it's, there's like this is like a feast like a feast feast for like yeah a freaking like dictator there's a lot yeah. of food you guys made an actual dent in it <laughs> yeah there's still get that table there's work. still enough left for those doggy bags i think oh yeah Ooh. that's right that's right i almost forgot about that <laughs> now it's time to steal the food <laughs> <laughs> i don't know when we're going to leave this place but uh you know when i get the idea that it's time to put the food in. Uh, I'm putting the food in. That's I'm right. not going to forget that. Yeah, probably like when everyone's still focused on you and after you've eaten like a fortune's worth of food, probably isn't the best time to then steal some. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like someone runs over and like thrusts a queasy hood's arm in the air. Like, yeah. The crowd's not dying down. They're, they're just like way amped up from this eating contest and they kind of like moving on to like the next exciting thing to talk about. And you guys just got the energy level like really high. And uh, maybe Scram or Devoth, who are, who are like a little farther away from the action, would notice this. Uh, the Hurricane King kind of like stands up. He like wobbles up to his feet and he starts to uh, call for, for silence. He's like, can I have your attention, please? Everyone. Excuse me, and like everyone's just like, yeah, we're pirates, yeah, <laughs> like nobody seems to like hear him, and nobody's like paying attention. He he's got this like, like the way he's standing up is like all like cocky, and like he's got his hands on his hips, and like he's got that like toothy grin, and nobody's listening to him, and that just kind of like settles. He like loses his composure. He grabs a pistol off of his belt, and he uh, aims it in the air, and he shoots it, and there's like a loud. And everybody, everybody shuts up at the uh, the deafening sound of the gunshot. He kind of like glares around the room, and that like wobbly, unfocused, drunken look that he's had is like totally gone. Ooh. And it's like he's got like shadows under his eyes, and he's just like it's it's like the stare of death he's giving everybody, and everyone just kind of like cows under his glare. About a minute goes by in silence, like nobody knows what to do or say, and he's just not saying anything. He's just staring at everybody. And then his expression lightens up again, and he like gains that hands on his hips, toothy grin. He's like, anyway, this fresh catch of scallywags want to add their fine ship to our brethren of the sea. He's waving around his still smoking pistol. Like the the barrel's just like pointing at everybody, like as he's just like waving his hand around. It's like totally not safe at all. But before I award their letter of mark and make them free captains, right and true, I say we hear from them. He turns his gaze to Devoth, and for a second, Devoth, uh, his face is back to how it was in the silence. His dark face juxtaposing the lighthearted, even jovial charm that his voice carried. It almost looks like a lifeless corpse playing at being whimsical. Is this dude wonking us? Seems like something uh, Willy Wonka would do. Like, hey guys, shooting his gun. Welcome to my factory. <laughs> yeah, and then like, <laughs> I said silence. <laughs> a moment passes and his face lightens back up. What say you tell us a tale or two about yourselves, your deeds, how you came upon the treasure in your hold? Ah, well, it's funny you should ask. That's quite the story, I must say. But uh, I'll let my first mate tell the tale. Lemon, take it away. Lemon jumps up on a nearby table, and. The guy playing the fife throws that shit in the garbage and takes out a piano from his pocket and starts playing music. Gosh, it's amazing to see you, Devoth, captain of such a swell bunch. Any guy here'd kill to be you, Devoth. Even as you steal their lunch There's no man in port as admired as you You're killing it out on the sea Everyone's rage is inspired by you But you don't need to take it from me No one spit like the Gets that clip like Devoth No one grows angry horns when they're pissed like Devoth And there's no buccaneer half as snarky 
a mask-wearing rogue of the sea. You can ask Lemon Feeks or Aaron Ivy, and I'll tell you which captain of their crew should be. No one whips the Devoth, shakes their fist at Devoth. No one's got a huge axe they named Chip like Devoth. As a captain, I've done some decapitating. Oh me, oh my, that Devoth. Hurrahs, give 12 hip hips. Devoth is the best and the rest can suck it. No one fucks with Devoth, the deluxe myth Devoth. In a punching match, nobody kicks like Devoth. For there's no one as lengthy or girthy. As you see, I've got inches to spare. Not one bit of him skeevy or girly. Damn straight. And I'll kick your asses from here to the pier. No one raids like Devoth, takes no weight like Devoth. In a gangbang, nobody gangbangs like Devoth. I'm especially good at ejaculating. Send your girls to Devoth. At Tidewater Rock, I'm the man who's in charge. Every man that reports straight to me. At Mancatcher Cove, I secured Old King's Horde. Now I've outgrown the whole fever sea. No one swings like Devoth, takes the things like Devoth. Then goes sailing around, raiding ships like Devoth. I take plunder after the exsanguinating. Oh, love that guy, Devoth. So, you all finish your merry tune, and you are met with eruptive applause. Uh, everyone's super impressed, and you all get a hero point. Yes! With that, the Hurricane King, uh, he like wobbles down the steps in front of his throne, and he approaches Devoth, and he holds out his skeletal hand, and in that hand is a letter of Mark. Tight. And he says... May this letter of Mark symbolize your commitment to the shackles and let it also show the support that you have from all other free captains in this great nation of pirates. May you use it to commit many great acts of swashbuckling piracy in the name of the shackles. Everyone like claps. Yay. It's super happy. Devoth like takes the letter. Not, not quite like reverently, but like, you know, almost bowing and then just like holds it up with like a the the cheering redoubles. Everyone's super into it. Uh, I will uh, describe that for you now. Scribed with a firm hand in blood red ink and emblazoned with an elaborate seal of crimson wax, this thick waxed paper grants its bearer license to attack and capture ships of enemy nations as a privateer. It is not an uncommon practice for nations of the inner sea to issue letters of mark and reprise and reprisal to their ships. But those issued in the Pirate Confederacy of the Shackles grant permission to engage in egregious acts of, of pillage and prize-taking, which can only be described as piracy by more lawful nations. Lawful letters of mark are issued to specific ships, not individuals, but in the Shackles they are granted to a specific captain and his or her officers. A Shackles letter of mark accords its bearer the authority to seize and destroy cargo 
incarcerate or slay crew and passengers, and sink or capture ships from other nations, mercantile or otherwise. Within the territorial bounds of the shackles, these manifold privileges also apply against any ships or captains who haven't sworn loyalty to a known free captain or who don't carry their own letter of mark. So your other ships are safe, assuming that they've sworn loyalty to you, right. which they have. So uh, they're safe from attacks from from free captains now. Yeah. I mean, as safe as you can be uh, when there's no governing witnesses. pirates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. When there's no witnesses. Yeah. Uh, Possession of a shackles letter of mark is a crime in most civilized nations and regularly carries a penalty of death by hanging. As a result, a shackles letter of mark is protected by a secret page spell enabling its bearer to speak a secret command word to alter the text to something more innocuous, such as a cargo manifest, nautical chart, or page from a ship's log. It's common knowledge within the shackles who has been granted letters of mark, and most free captains keep accounts of which ships and captains have them, making it extraordinarily difficult to forge these documents or steal them to perpetrate a deception. A shackles letter of mark radiates faint transmutation magic because of that secret page thing. Ooh. So there's your letter of mark. From there, the party's just going to kind of go on for a long time. Uh, Sweet. It's not uncommon for parties held by the hurricane king to just last days and days and days people just pass out wake up start partying again so i mean you guys can stay as long as you want but i guess just let me know what you want to do i think we would probably stay most of the night and let the crew be able to walk again after stuffing themselves sick Uh uh-huh and maybe like return with the ship like sometime after sunup all right that seems good does everybody do that uh does anybody leave early Scram might head uh, head back to the ship early just for um, he's still got like eight hours to work. He's still got a lot of uh, hours to work on this, um, to work on the belt and to work on his own scrolls. Okay. So Scram leaves a little early. We'll see. Yeah. So you, you leave Fort Hazard. You go down that long winding slope down to the, the pier of Lusherhold. There's a boat waiting there. It's like the middle of the night. Hmm. There's a boat waiting there. It's got a single boatman. Like his job is just to wait there for if anybody wants to leave and he just takes them to a with this pier or that pier and then he goes back in case somebody else comes out and wants to leave. Says, ah, good evening. Enough partying for one night, huh, boy? Yeah, gotta wake up a little bit early. I see, I see. No need to explain to me. I'm just I'm just your friendly boatman for the evening. So where to? Crescent Harbor, you say? Yeah. All right then. <laughs> So he uh, he rows you back to Crescent Harbor, and it's easy enough to find uh, the Mascador from there. You step back into the Mascador, and you're in the uh, officers' quarters. There's already people in there sleeping. And do you like, do you get to work, or you just go to sleep so you can wake up early tomorrow? Yeah. Uh. So the original goal was just to kind of hit the hay. If no one's like on watch, like is anybody like? Yeah, I, I think did you guys leave, set watches. Yeah, I did leave people on watch. Yeah, so you'd have you'd have passed like uh, Jack Scrimshaw or somebody on your way in. Okay. Evening, Scram. Evening, Jack. Uh, I'm gonna hit the bed early tonight. Hey, whatever you got to do, buddy. I'll be over here on watch duty. All right. Uh, head over to the officers' quarters, and I kind of just go to sleep. Okay. You go to sleep, and you're woken up. You're not sure how much time has passed because you probably went to sleep pretty fast because uh, you were probably pretty tired, full of food and alcohol. You're woken up and 
like a second goes by and you're like, I feel like something woke me up, but the hold is still, it's dark, nobody's saying anything, and then you hear, and then it stops. Uh, detect, uh, the last time this happened, I immediately hop up and go to the exact location that I heard it, and my hands are at the ready, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strangely, the sound is not coming from the same spot as it did before. So your your immediate instinct was to go to that same spot, but like once you get on your feet and like you're fully awake, you realize that it's coming from the other side of the room. Detect magic. You don't see anything. Make a spellcraft check. Hey, I, I'm gonna have to roll a high one, aren't I? Oh, mm-hmm. That's what happened last time. <laughs> oh, s- yes. Thank you. That natural twenty, baby. Cool. Uh, let's go with a 34. Ooh, yowza. It's been two days in a row now. So you're getting the exact same lingering aura sensation as before. There Again, like there's no actual aura that you're detecting. You're just kind of getting the, the, the aftertaste. latent aftertaste yeah. Yeah, of some sort of magic. And it's the second day in a row, and I'm pretty sure you got... Like a natural twenty or like a nineteen or something. Yeah, last the nineteen. Time. I think it was like a thirty-one or something. Yeah. Like that. It yeah. was yeah. It was above thirty. Like these two days in a row, and like your mind is just so sharp and like getting such a, a a clear picture of what would otherwise not really be anything perceptible. You still don't know exactly what's going on, but you are sure that the the lingering magical sensation you're detecting is from illusion magic illusion magic i mean can i get a sense of direction of where it's coming from or nope okay it's it's literally like smelling a fart like you wouldn't be able to track it down you wouldn't be able to say this fart came from jerry (laughs) like you're just like fucking somebody farted and like a couple seconds go by and it's gone but you know that this fart is an illusory fart (laughs) <laughs> because you smelled the same fart yesterday, and you know illusion farts when you smell them. Was now what is what is oh. the saying? Isn't it whoever smelt it dealt it? Oh. <laughs> oh, Tom's fucking with his own head. <laughs> um. No, the D, the GM's fucking with my own head. That's he's he's been working with the belt, and there's like mercury and. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, does Scram have like sea invisibility or anything like that? No. Oh, is uh, is there anybody who's there that was there the other day yesterday you were totally by yourself today the officer's quarters has all the officers that aren't currently at lucia hold but they're all sleeping you see a couple people like roll over maybe like as if maybe they heard the sound too but we're just like fucking whatever going back to sleep you're the only one that like pointedly got up to investigate i don't have much to run on but uh who's uh who's on watch now this will be jack jack scrimshaw i go to jack I thought you went to sleep. Something woke me up. Uh, I don't know, but if you can just uh, kind of keep an eye out. Uh, what do you think I've been doing, Scram? I'm on watch duty here. Specifically around the officer's uh, quarter. Um, I don't know. Lately, I've just been hearing a weird noise and a very faint sense of illusion, uh, illusory magic. Uh, if you can kind of just, you know, keep an eye out. I'll I'll keep an eye out. I'll let you know if I see anything strange near the officer's quarters. Okay. And with that, I kind of, like, 
go not fully convinced that like this is solved because it's not going to be resolved but no, it's probably uh, probably the last you heard of it <laughs> scram is very much like kind of going to bed very troubled as he's going through his head though he he will also uh go through any sort of thing that might faintly remind him of that aura what do you mean go through anything well so like anything that he might have done detect magic on so like if something kind of pops out in his head like wait that gave me kind of like a very similar taste i mean any sort of illusion spell would would do that like every time devoth has used that mirror image scroll in his magic vestments that's been illusion magic anytime you've detected somebody that's been invisible that's illusion magic uh ghost sound spell that's illusion magic you're really not able to narrow it down much further. It's just the information that you have, like, it's really just, it's almost like uh, you don't really have any facts yet. Like, all the information you've gathered has just been kind of intuition. Right. Got it. All right, well, then you just got to go into a troubled sleep. Okay. So, say about three, four hours later, and uh, the rest of... The Mascador crew that was at Lucher Hold finally make their way back to the Mascador. They uh, drunkenly try to sneak their way into their hammocks, but fail miserably and wake everybody on the ship up. <laughs> Scram stirs up and is like, detect magic. <laughs> you see Lemon, he's just like giggling to himself like, shh, <laughs> He like tiptoes over to he's... his hammock and he steps on like a rubber duck with each each little step. <laughs> Quack, 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 quack. You see uh, Cheryl rolling into his bed. <laughs> He's just head over feet over head over feet. <laughs> Is Cheryl an officer? No. Cheryl probably gets kicked out of the officer's quarters. <laughs> <laughs> no, Cheryl, I figure yeah. Cheryl and Tuck Tuck in the hood just kind of stumble down to the crew quarters and yeah. do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so... So the next day, everybody wakes up, though Scram would have a, a few-hour head start on the rest of you. Hmm. I assume you just get working on your... Yeah. Okay. Uh, what does everybody else do once they wake up? I nurse my hangover for a while and probably hang out in the captain's cabin for most of the day. Okay. Devoth, you notice something that you missed in your drunken haze last night. On the corner of your bed is the bag of holding, and you definitely remember putting it away. I go and immediately check the bag of holding. The egg's not in there. Instead, you find a long piece of parchment. And on the parchment is written in very stiff, rigid font. To retrieve goods classified as dangerous under the Rugs Mata ruling, please submit a completed RA1 form to Harbormaster Sojman Kredoros at Harborhorn within one week of class of confiscation. Failure to do so will result in ownership transferring to Port Peril officials. Thank you. All right, well, then I'm going to, upon seeing that, I'm essentially going to bust out on deck and just start calling out, like, Scram, Lemon, get in here. What's the problem, Captain? Ha <laughs> ha. That is, I know. I'm, if, I'm sorry, but that is funny every time. I know it breaks <laughs> yeah. Andrew's soul just a little bit more every time I do it, too. Uh, yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Captain, what? Get in here. And I. I kind of almost like pulled him into the captain's cabin with me all right mm-hmm. and like i walk over to the table i grab the note and i like hand it to lemon and be like what kind of form are they fucking talking about make a knowledge local check 20 lemon says oh 
the Ragsmata ruling. It's basically a way for Port Peril to monitor dangerous objects that get brought into the city. This being a pirate city, that kind of happens pretty often. When our goods get quarantined, if they find anything that they deem dangerous, they confiscate it, and you basically need to get a permit to continue to have it. Haha. Uh-huh. All right, well, where the hell do we get the form? Because I know we're pirates and all, but that's just flat-out theft. I don't know. I guess we should start by going to this harbor horn place. Hey, all right. Um, Devoth, real quick. Uh, yesterday, too, we ended up... Uh, um, I ended up waking up due to a, uh, a sound again, um, and... It came off as illusionary magic. Uh, it was very similar to the first time I felt it. The first time I brought it up to you, uh, I'm getting the feeling of that somebody or something's on board is messing with us. All right. Well, do you have a way to counteract that, or do you know a way to counteract that? The only thing I can do, uh, if you give me a couple days, uh, is I can scry but i don't know what i'm scrying for you don't know any way of like piercing illusions or anything like that not in my spell book uh could be something that i could research in this town maybe grab a scroll we do have this uh sphingley's eye the astrolabe that we can use as you can get true seeing once per day with it oh if i know th- well if i know that then uh then i'll bring that uh, that into it uh i mean unless if you have me have it on hand possibly use the astrolabe yeah i'll yeah kind of retrieve it and hand it over to scram like take care of that that's quite an expensive piece that we stole from isabella's corpse but if that might help you identify this that's you know one less thing we have to worry about why don't you do some research in town maybe see what could be causing that in the meantime there's no other officers in the party besides scram who else are officers you've got aaron ivy it's myself lemon is the first mate Scram's the master gunner, Badger's the bosun, Croup, Aaron Ivy the carpenter, and not quite an officer, but Afrim the cabin boy. We technically have the, the quartermaster ma- and the master at arms positions are still open. Oh, okay. I haven't filled those yet. Actually, on that matter, I think I'm going to I think I'm going to promote Feeks to quartermaster. Ooh. Thank you very much. Um I do mention to Devoth, uh it's been happening inside the Officer's quarter. I'm a, I fear if I go out for too long and research, uh, I have some work to do on the ship, but um, maybe I could find something in my studies here, but if I leave the ship, I might not be able to catch it. All right. Well, you do what you think you need to that will best serve you trying to find whatever's doing this. In the meantime, apparently I've got some bureaucratic bullshit to deal with. And with that, I'm going to leave Lemon to take care of stuff on the ship. Mm-hmm. And I will take... I guess I'll take the Hood, uh, Cheryl, and Tuck Tuck with me because they've been... Why not? They've been rather useful and, like, they'll be good to have around in a pinch if something were to happen. Okay. Yes, very good. So you guys get pulled for uh, for DMV duty. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds Maybe. lame when you say it like that. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was excited. I got this hero point. <laughs> Luckily, Harborhorn is uh, located on Crescent Harbor. How about that? You ask around, and it doesn't take long to get directions to it. It's uh, towards the southern end of the island. 
So you show up to Harborhorn. It's located, it's like the southernmost dock in the mile-long uh, stretch of docks on Harborhorn. This squat tower uh, rises from a spit of land jutting from Crescent Harbor. So it's like this tiny little island that is like just a stone's throw off of Crescent Harbor. Okay. Uh, connected by like its own pier. Okay. So yeah, we go on in and look around. So you approach the front door and there's a sign listing its hours of operation and it's not open yet. Okay. So we... Uh... You sit on your thumbs for an hour and then it opens. Yeah. Sarah Thumb's getting more and more impatient as the time goes on. <laughs> so you go inside and you see Harbor Master Kredoros, the dwarf that uh, was given Devoth a hard time. Mm-hmm. He says, good morning. What brings you here? Well, uh, apparently you confiscated uh, some property of mine and apparently you need me some, I need to fill out some form to get my own stuff back. Uh, he's not like even looking at you. He's like writing down, he's like filling out his own form, he's, like doing his, his morning prep work he says you need to fill out uh, an ra1 form and he points to like the the wall on the other side of the room like there's just like this whole uh just like at the dmv yeah it's like this whole row of different (laughs) forms one of them's labeled ra1 oh and by the way the note that you found in the bag is dated as kuthona the 17th and you know that that is the day that you arrived uh so you're already three days into the seven day grace period or four days now. So wait, the bag of holding just mysteriously last night was put on the table three days later? I don't know what to tell you. That's the date on the note. Oh, so they backdated uh, the note. Like they, they essentially confiscated it yesterday and backdated the note. Maybe. That'd be pretty sneaky of them if they did. Anyway, so I'll go over to the to the wall and find the form and okay. <laughs> apparently just sit there and grumpily fill it out. There are no tapes. <laughs> There are bum, there are no bum, tables bum, here. Bum, wait wait wait. wait. Can bum. I? You need to you need to write it on your leg and like you keep poking holes in the. <laughs> in the use, use my back. <laughs> Can there be a? So you're filling out the form, and at first it seems like all right, whatever. Like captain's name, ship's name, item confiscated, whatever. And then you get to uh, another line that uh, asks for uh, the registration number of the ship that the contraband had been confiscated from. You have no idea what that's supposed to be. Huh. So I guess I walk up to the counter again. Mm-hmm. Name? It's <laughs> You're the only one here. <laughs> You're the only one that's been here all day. Uh, the name is Devoth Songcleaver, and uh, I'm wondering what the registration number you assigned to my ship is. He says, uh, if you need to generate a registration number, the form for that is over there. <laughs> <laughs> when art imitates life. <laughs> I just kind of like, come, uh... play RPGs. <laughs> Escapism. <laughs> Get away from your real life. <laughs> Gather with your friends. <laughs> Come for the card games. Stay for the bureaucracy. So, uh, sorry, so, Devoth, you were about to say something. <laughs> My bad. So, like, I just kind of like he says that, and I just kind of like give him like a flat stare for a second. Like he returns it, and I turn around and go to the wall and find that registration form. Okay, so you find the registration number form. A lot of basic information for that, and then you get to, uh, you need to submit a captain's pilot number, and you don't know what that is. This goes yeah, on for hours. This, yeah, I, like, I go to the wall and look for a <laughs> captain's pilot number form. None of them are immediately identifiable as such. You need to keep going back to Kredoros. <laughs> and he says, oh, to uh, generate a captain's pilot number, you need to go over to this other location 
down the street. It's it's the most asinine pain in the ass that you can remember ever doing. Uh, and you're pretty sure that you only need to do this. Uh, like, no newly visiting captains to the city are expected to have a registration number or a pilot's number right. or anything like that. Like, you're just bullshit labels that Cordoros invents to just give himself more leverage over people that he's exercising his bureaucracy over. Yeah. You gotta think, too, that pirates aren't exactly, like, you know... Yeah, like, oh, okay, I'll just go over the mo- there, then, and do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. I love filling out they're, forms. That's why I became a pirate. <laughs> they're not, like, the educated, fall-in-line type. They're, like, the complete opposite. Right. <laughs> I just had, like, an entire, like, Disney mini-movie, like, going through my head, like, five minutes of just Devoth getting more and more angry. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking like the classical music keeps playing like every time like he sits down to do a form and he gets to another yeah. thing and it's like record scratch yeah oh i need to get this form yeah and he i sits just down do, and do, i do, keep thinking like if devoth didn't i get the feeling that like the captain probably has to fill out most of these forms for like most of the stuff and i keep thinking like God, I wish I could have just sent Scram to do this shit. <laughs> he loves writing shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and your entourage is bored as fuck. They're just like standing around watching their captain fill out forms for like eight hours. So you finally finish. You went over like, pro- well, you probably woke up at like 10, considering how late you uh, you got back. So you probably got over there by like quarter of 11. Didn't start until noon. It's now like past dinner time. You like wasted like the entire day doing this. And throughout this process, each, like, you're like, all right, I finally finished this form so I can finish the other form, so I can finish the other form, yeah. so I can finish the other form, so I can finally get my fucking egg back. Each time you submit a new form, Kratoros, like, adds on another, like, clerical fee or processing fee, et cetera, et cetera. By the time everything's all done, you have paid 350 gold pieces. Wow. Oh, my God. Devoth may or may not realize that this is the gold amount that he intimidated out of the dock worker oh when they God. first arrived. Uh, the final amount might not seem to be so bad, but there's a pretty clear message in it. Next time, pay the price that Kratoros gives you. A- anybody that went to Devoth, have you been just like just sitting there watching him do this the whole time, or did you like do anything else with your time? I assumed I supplied all of the quills he would need to fill all, all that paperwork. <laughs> uh, no, Devoth actually does carry a... Uh... He always has, like, a, a pen on him and, like, some stationery. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't make any more jokes then. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say, like, after probably an hour or two of this, once I realized, like, how much of a fucking runaround this guy was going to give me, mm-hmm. I probably would have just told the three of them, like, go do what you, whatever you want. I apparently am going to be here all day. So, like, if they want to hang out and just watch me fill out paperwork, they can. But, like, who wouldn't? By, like, 2 or 3 o'clock, I would just kind of release them to to do whatever they want to do. Okay. One thing that you probably just randomly bump into, since you're on the southern end of the island, would be this six-winged circular tower. Uh, It's got a sign outside that says Mystic's Redoubt, and it is a public arcane library. So I'm sure Hood and Cheryl probably wouldn't care much, but, I don't know, maybe Tuck Tuck would, would find it interesting, but... I know Scram would probably find it the most interesting, but he's not there. Yeah. So just letting you know, I find that but uh, <clears throat> at random. Um, I would mention that to Scram when we got back on the boat. If you ever want to do some research, I f- there's this arcane library at the southern tip of the island. Okay. 
Uh, Scram, have you been doing anything besides working on your magic item today? Nope, I've just been kind of uh, sitting there. Of course, still kind of keeping an ear out because I I wanted to do. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely focusing on that uh, on that belt. Okay. So, unless anyone had any other ideas that they had after they get di- no. dismissed by Devoth, everybody eventually returns to the ship. And Scram, you now know about this Mystics Redoubt Public Arcane Library. It's probably like six thirty. Once Scram has a little bit of lunch in it or dinner inside him, uh, he's gonna head over to the library see what they uh see what they have to offer. Okay. So you get there and there's like a receptionist right when you walk in and she stops you and she says, uh, can I have your name please? Uh Scram? She like checks a sheet of paper. She says, I don't see you on here. Are you new? Yeah. Uh we just came into port. I see. Well, if you want to use the Mystic Redoubt, it's a 1,000 gold piece annual fee, or we accept donations of unusual arcane power, anything of at least 500 gold. That'd be a scroll, a potion, another magical item, a text on planar theory, etc. I inquire more information before I uh, commit to any such things oh you want to read their pamphlet first well yeah like i kind of want to get like (laughs) are they offering like scrolls to me like are they giving me okay it's it is a valuable resource of research you have basically unlimited access to the library's resources there's rare natural components that are grown in the grove next to the redoubt available for sale to any to any members any unusual magical information you're trying to find out like what do these deep platinum stones do maybe you can find information on that inside the redoubt it's a it's a pretty steep price but it's a one-time well once a year fee and uh then you can just come and go as you please might be worth going back to your captain saying do we want to make this a group cost so that i can go in and do any get any magical research done on the crew's behalf etc etc i mean that'd be the that'd be what i'd have to do come again real soon maybe oh maybe i'll hold my breath then i wouldn't okay scram comes back small like an asshole (laughs) (laughs) i was just kind of like looking at our like the stuff we have in our ship's inventory to see if we have any like scrolls or potions that would be at least 500 Uh uh-huh and I think the most valuable thing we have is a scroll of water breathing, which is worth 375. Scram, you can cast fourth level spells, right? Yeah. If you scribe a fourth level scroll, that costs $700. 700 gold. So it would cost you 350 to scribe it, and that would cover your fee for a year. Yeah. Well, mm. cost you one day to scribe it. Oh. All right. Well, uh... it would take a day away from your crafting of the belt. But I think we have enough time. You know, it takes you, what, 10 days to make the belt? And you had two days head start before we got here. So mm-hmm. it's going to be like day eight of being in Port Peril when the belt is done. But you could take a day off of that to do the scroll. Right. And I mentioned that to Devoth. I can scribe a scroll for 350 gold and it'll take me a day um, if we want to do that. I I don't know why you're asking me. This is your research thing. Like... All right, well, then I guess uh, that's what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, and you're going to do that sooner or later? Tomorrow, I guess. Okay. So uh, did anybody have anything else they wanted to do today? Devoth is pretty much done until this quarantine is over with. Okay. 
Uh, DM. Yes. Player. I'm probably on the look player uh, <laughs> for information about the lady. Okay. I don't know if that ties into anything in this area, but whenever we're at port and we have free time, that's unless I'm purposefully staying with Devoth because he needs me, right. I'm probably going to be addressing Okay. that or looking for slavers. Okay. So you can either make a perception check or you can make a diplomacy check to gather information. <laughs> perception. Okay. Uh, perception check. DC, just so you know, uh, is going to be higher, and there's also going to be a pretty high chance that it doesn't work anyway, because that's just going to work if she happens to be there. Diplomacy to yeah, gather information. Okay. I don't have gather information, and this character would not try to gather information. He is literally looking. For okay, just making sure you've got all the. <laughs> yep. So what'd you get? Twenty one. <laughs> you don't <laughs> see. Well, you see her. funny, but yeah, you don't see her. You're okay. the only Tengu that you've seen. Except maybe one at a distance here or there ever since you got to Port Peril. So, it is the next day. Anybody have any plans that they'd like to do? Even just I do. Oh, go for it. Yeah, so I want to get a mass brotherhood on it. Mm. Every time I think I'm about to, like, you know, get a piece of info or, like, you know, start investigating, uh-huh. there's some wild bullshit comes up. So, if there's no wild bullshit for, like, a lull, I gotta get back into my Inquisitor, track down the Mass Brotherhood plan. Okay. Why don't you uh, give me a diplomacy check to gather information? Let's do it. Oh, yes. 22. You get a couple people who are like, I think I might have heard of them. Don't they have that big mat, that big sail with the mask painted on it? No way. <laughs> but, by and large, nobody really knows who you're asking about. Okay. Okay. Let me let me stew on that for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> so like in the morning you give me that. Now now I'm <laughs> eating breakfast wondering what the fuck. That gather information represented about four hours of Okay, four hours. Uh, gotcha. Walking around. Have you seen this okay. have you seen this brotherhood? Um, okay, so I don't have that much time to think. Let me I wanna ask one of the uh new people that just came on board devoth's ship here okay. the mascador yeah i want to like kind of talk to the new people who aren't devoth and player characters see what they know about this place you know okay i mean i was there for some of the recruitment but i don't know any i don't even know any of their names right i mean yeah me either <laughs> you're asking some of the fellow new recruits 90 percent of anybody you ask on the crew is just gonna be like i thought we were the mass brotherhood no way! Isn't that what <laughs> That's that big, so funny. Isn't that what that big mask is supposed to be? Oh my I, god! All right, I didn't so know we're called the Mass that... Brotherhood, but if like you're asking the Mass Brotherhood, I'd point to the it's I'd us. point to the ship, the Mascador. <laughs> However, you sidle up to your old friend Curly Carmine, and uh, he says, "You know, I have heard of the Mass Brotherhood before. Don't know anything okay. about it. Don't know what it is. But I heard someone talking about it here at Port Peril." I was in the Riptide Ale House. Okay. That's all I remember. Oh, well. If you go to the Riptide Ale House, that makes sense. I heard it from your friend Curly. Curly, all right. I'm going to follow up on that. Thanks, buddy. No problem. You bring any friends with you? No, this is a solo mission for now. Okay. Because apparently I can't trust the fucking ship. The ship is the Masked Brotherhood. (laughs) (laughs) So what I fucking learned. Well, you're getting the the impression that, like, the Masked Brotherhood is a secret organization. Right, like, right. Nobody's supposed to know about it. So when you say, "Have you heard of the Mass Brotherhood?" 
everyone's just kind of filling that blank in with that ship full of masked sailors that they've heard of called the Maskador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't get I'm not the, doing you're it. not getting the impression that the Maskador is the Masked Brotherhood. You're pretty sure that like everyone you're asking just doesn't know who the Masked Brotherhood is and is just pointing you to the next most likely thing. Anybody else have plans today? No, like I said, Devoth is just going to hang out pretty much until the quarantine's over so he can start selling shit. Okay. Scram scribbling. Okay. That's a 33 perception to find Akio. That's the lady? Yes. Oh. No sign of her. Went, went. Okay. You do see Cheryl going into the Riptide L house. Oh, convenient. <laughs> um, I'm going to follow. All right. Nice. I will go in. I'm not going to bother him unless I think he's, like, looking to hang out. I'm going to walk by him so that he sees me. I'm playing it cool. Okay. I don't know what he's up to. I, I want him to know I'm around in case he needs okay. me. Because he had my back before. All right. Nice and cash. So you enter the Riptide Alehouse. It's a boisterous and rowdy establishment full of pirates and freebooters of all stripes. Though most of the activity seems friendly enough. So what do you do once you get in there? I guess I hang out for a little bit and uh, try and survey the place. I don't want to just come out and yell Mass Brotherhood like I've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like it's working out so maybe far. that not be the best approach since everyone's pointing me to myself <laughs> <laughs> and my crew. <laughs> I need something better than that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be cool and I'm gonna see if I can suss out that clue that guy gave. Me. All right, so you're just gonna. See if you can overhear anybody talking about the Mass Brotherhood. Yeah, essentially, right? He he was saying that he gave me a location. So if I'm in the location, yeah. then I think I just like time needs to pass. Maybe. Yeah. All right. So you're uh, you're just kind of being inconspicuous, acting natural, nothing to see. Not quite an hour goes by, and uh, you're approached by uh, by a pirate-looking fellow, and he says, uh, "Is this seat taken?" Right, right ahead. No one's sitting there. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. He sits down and uh it's a man you've never seen before. He's got he's got blonde hair, he's got this loose flowing shirt that's got his chest partially exposed. He's got an eye patch okay. and his other eye is a sparkling blue color. He reaches a hand across the table, he says, uh he says the name's Pierce. Pierce Jarrell. Nice to meet hey, you. Hey Pierce. Nice to meet you. I'm Cheryl. Ah, Cheryl. Lovely name. Do you come to the Riptide Ale House often? You know, it's my first time here, but I'm really enjoying myself. And I take a nice drink of beer. Yes, yes, I can see that. So, uh, what brings you to Port Peril? The Mast... Uh, <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the Mascador, yes. The Mascador. The Mascador. It's uh, captained by Devoth Songcleaver, the greatest pirate in the shackles. And I start talking him up, you know, like... Okay. Not, not only... Uh, am I here on purpose? But like, I'm here with the new big swinging dick, Devon yeah, yeah, Songleaver. Yeah. You're like, you're like talking it up, and his expression is kind of the opposite, I think, of what you'd be hoping for. He kind of, like, he looks like a little crestfallen, and he says, huh. "Uh, you said the Mascador." Yes. Oh, I was under the impression it had a different captain. Different captain, you say? I get all, all of a sudden, change gears completely in reverse now curious yes a friend of mine named thaddeus i thought he was the captain of, of that ship thaddeus i've never heard of this at all tell me more stranger maybe after another drink what do you say this right maybe two drinks and i yell over to the barkeep oh he uh he gives he gives you a wink that looks more like a blink because he only has one eye 
(laughs) (laughs) Wow. So you guys just kind of chatting it up for a while. He tells you a little bit about this Thaddeus guy. Says he, uh, he's got a good heart, but doesn't doesn't think about his actions sometimes. Oh, I start saying, uh, you know, he sounds like a great guy. You know, something you would really want on the ship. I don't know. He's not the captain of that ship, but he must be a captain somewhere. I'm sure he's doing good things. He says, uh, so there's there's no there's no sailor on the Mascador named Thaddeus. Pierce would like describe the mast shield to you. Okay. But calling him Thaddeus. Does, he's like, does he mention two shields? Well, he would have only mentioned one shield. Oh, that's right. But he like he'll like describe Thaddeus's facial features, uh, and nobody on, on board fits this description. Okay. Yeah, hmm. Never heard of this Thaddeus guy. I will say, Cheryl was there. Like, he probably would have seen the mass shield's corpse. Oh, holy shit, he was holding him for a while. Oh, yeah. I was! Oh, oh my god. god. I was holding my own corpse. Cheryl, make it, oh, you're no. the worst. Cheryl, make an intelligence check. <laughs> oh, my god. oh, no. Oh, just... oh, that's so crazy. <laughs> no! No! <laughs> Oh, Are you kidding me? I God. suck at this game. Oh, natural one. I don't know. I feel bad that that was left to the dice. I feel so oh, let down. No. Oh, that's the most painful red number I've ever oh, seen. Oh my God. I feel crushed. <laughs> my speed doesn't ring. Doesn't ring any bells. I will say, in Cheryl's defense, we did assault Tidewater Rock at night, so he wouldn't have had the best Thanks. view of yeah. the, the corpse that he was holding. That makes me feel better. <laughs> okay, so you, to I feel like I'm going to have to wrap this up with my one intelligence. I, I'm still interested in talking to this guy. Honestly, you know, I haven't heard any masked brotherhood stuff, even though it's directly in front of my face. I'm still thinking that I'm waiting, right? So I'm in no rush to leave. So I just keep talking to him and say that, uh, you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll ask about Thaddeus. I got, I know a couple people who might have heard of this guy, you know, Pierce Pierce seems a little troubled, but he kind of like snaps at him. He says, how about another round of drinks? This one's on me. Absolutely. On you, you say even better. He says, oh, on me is always better, old sport. He, he gives you another wink, and uh, he, he, uh, he orders, orders another round of drinks, and you guys continue to, okay. uh, to just chat each other up. If he stays around long enough, I would, if it's like, oh, what are you doing here, like this and that, like blah, 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 yeah, 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 I would eventually drop Mass Brotherhood on him in a very secretive tone. Okay. Secretive tone as in, like, making a bluff check to pass a secret message? Uh, or just like slipping it into yeah. casual conversation. No, yeah, more like slipping it into casual conversation. You okay. know, I'm trying to think of other like talking points that because I'm here waiting for the Mass Brotherhood for like a sign from the Mass or you know like some someone talking about yeah. it. But if I'm gonna be talking the whole time, like I'm eventually gonna be like, yeah. By the way, like that, I'm here for this on the off chance. Okay, you're the guy. When you do mention the Mass Brotherhood by name, he kind of like. He 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 gives you like a like a long a big long frown, and he's been getting pretty tipsy. But he kind of like seems mm-hmm. to sober up, and he's like, "Who the hell are you? What? Um, Cheryl, remember from earlier?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he like stands up he's like still like in his seat but he's like standing up and like hunched over the table uh-huh. he says who are you 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 don't know thaddeus you're on the mascador you're asking about the brotherhood you know about the brotherhood you know about the brotherhood um no <laughs> but <laughs> but 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 i need to know about the brotherhood they wronged me and it shall be righted if there was a brotherhood member right here in front of me oh the things i would do to him pierce kind of like is like left staring at cheryl for a minute he's still kind of like hunched over the table a little bit like leering there's like a really tense moment like mexican standoff levels of tension going on right now and uh like right when like the tension music reaches its climax pierce kind of like uh straightens back up and he's like how about another round of drinks that sounds good to me (laughs) oh my god i uh i would the last thing i'd like to make sure i get with this dude is uh he seems like a nice guy we're having a good time Mm -hmm. he his interest was piqued with the mass brotherhood i'd like to Ask him what he knows about the Mass Brotherhood, and if he was interested in uh, the pirate life, because you know I'd be talking about what a great deal I have, right? Uh-huh. The whole thing is, I am on the ship that just got the the mark. Mm-hmm. I'm with Devoth, the fucking new kid on the block, the the Wunderkin, right? I was just at the um, Hurricane King's feast, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So like. I'm thinking I'm kind of a big deal around here, you know, or like, you know, my ego for the last two weeks of pirating. Yep. Like my life is like, you know, completely different. And like, I'm, I'm letting the world know. So I would definitely ask him what he knows about the mass brotherhood and gauge his interest on the pirate life. Cause he seems cool. So he's just like drinking it all in, uh, letting yeah. you just like spill your entire life story, buying more drinks for you. I like where this is going. And then you're like, so tell me what you know about the Mass Brotherhood. And he uh, he looks around, he's like, gets kind of like shifty-eyed, as, as in singular eye. He says, maybe we shouldn't talk about it here. Too many, oh. too many listeners. After having a couple beers, I'm like, you know, oh, yeah, okay. Like, <laughs> not completely taking him so seriously, but, you know, definitely entertaining whatever he's got to tell me. Says, uh, why don't we go somewhere more private? I know a good place. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. So he leads you out of the alehouse. Tuck, Tuck, what have you been doing this whole time? Because you were at the, the alehouse. Were you, were you kind of... I've just been hanging out drinking. Probably would... If, if he's just been hanging out with this guy and eating, I probably would have left already. Okay. Because uh, Cheryl and Pierce were probably talking for a while. So, like, I'd say they're probably getting close to, like, two, maybe three hours of just chatting. Would you have stayed that long? No. Okay. I would have left at like hour two. Okay. All right. So let's cut back to the Mascador. What's everybody else been doing? Just hanging out? Yep. Scribing your scroll. When I'm done, I'm heading over to the library. Okay. You finish scribing your scroll. Out of curiosity, what what spell is the scroll of? <laughs> Summon Monster 4. Scram finishes his scroll of Summon Monster 4. And you, you're leaving the officer's quarters. You're out on the main on the uh, main deck, and you see a familiar-looking pirate walking up the gangplank. Captain Cork. Captain. Captain Cork sees sees you, and he uh, he he looked a little anxious. Uh, he's like looking up at the at the sail, and he sees you, and his expression lightens a little bit. He says, "Oh, Scram, you're still alive." 
Did you expect less? Well, it's an occupational hazard. Life of a pirate. Don't ever expect to make it to the next port, Scram. You could live that life. I'll I live do mine. live that life. I'm actually here to see your captain. Devoth? Is he in? <laughs> I go. Uh, I've been inside. Uh, I've been inside the the quarter all day. But uh, if you want to go check in the captain's uh, quarter, it's right over there. I will. Thank you. Scram kind of like hesitates, continuing down the, and kind of more curious than anything. Just like so, he just kind of like sits there and watches. Okay. Uh, Devoth, are you in the captain's quarters? But it's like if I'm not like on deck, that's probably where I'd be. All right. You hear a knock on the door. I go over and open it up and take a look. You see Captain Cork, and you see, like farther down the main deck, uh, Scram, who's like <laughs> trying to look casual, but is like tweaking out, trying yeah. to eavesdrop. I open the door and obviously be a little surprised, be like, "Oh, good afternoon, Captain. What brings you on my ship?" He kind of like looks around awkwardly uh, for a second. He says, "Well, first, uh, I, from what I've heard, congratulations are in order. Free Captain Devoth." Ah, yes, thank you. I was wondering if we could talk in private. Very well. Come on in. He walks in. Uh, close the door behind him. Right. <laughs> As the door like closes, like Scram's trying to like keep that last peek in there, like trying. I, to... I kind of imagine like when Captain Cork like walks in, he kind of blocks like Scram's like way down the main the main deck, and like he like blocks Scram <laughs> from view from view as he like walks in, and when like he clears that area scram is like inches away from the door already <laughs> and as the door closes his face just kind of like follows the open space like uh like those cat videos when like you like, got the camera on the cat and then you like go around the corner and then you come back and the cat's like right moved, up in your face yeah move yeah. like 500 feet in two seconds yep <laughs> i'm kind of glad there's no like windows facing the deck for the captain's cabin because scram yeah. would just be there like peeking in the whole time <laughs> so let's Really quick, go back to uh, Cheryl. Okay. You're brought into a a pretty small house. It looks looks a little ratty from the outside. It's got a tin roof. Uh, kind of blends in with uh, the rest of the the hovel in this mm-hmm. area. But you get inside, and it's actually uh, it's actually pretty nice, cozy. It's well furnished. He says, uh, he says, please make you make yourself at home. Would you like some tea or uh, another? I beer? would love some tea. All right. And he uh, puts a pot over the fire. A kettle over the fire. He makes tea. Yeah. And he says, uh, I'd like you to tell me about this Captain Devoth that you've been sailing under. Oh, Devoth, he's the best. He's kind of like... I'll tell you all about him. He's kind of like... He's like facing the fire. He's got like a stormy window to look out of while he's like, I know it was you. Like, (laughs) like, that's like the atmosphere right now. He's like facing the fire. Oh, that's awesome. He's facing the fire and he's like, tell me about this Captain Devoth you've been sailing under. Yeah, I tell him all all about Devoth and how... uh... How awesome he is. Like, oh, you should see him when he's out on the battlefield, right? Like, when we came into this port, right? Uh, And I tell him about how he got launched in and then, you know, totally axed that dude. He says, uh, this sounds very impressive. Has he... Tidewater Rock? You know, that guy owns Tidewater Rock? He just one day went up to it, took it, and then now he owns it. Tidewater Rock. Yes, I've heard of it. Tell me, has... How long has Devoth been captain at the Mascador? Since as long as I've been there. I guess he hasn't been at it for very long, but, you know, the man works quick. He's a free captain already, and he's got Tidewater Rock, like I did you said. Say he, this guy's amazing. Did you say he's got a bit of a temper? Oh, a temper? For sure. You do not want to get on his bad side. Clearly. Well, Cheryl, was it? And he, like, turns around, like, hands behind his back. A little tipsy, I say. Barely. 
He says, uh, I thank you for all the information you've given me. Fortunately, it's not quite enough. I'm afraid I can't let you leave until I get what I'm after. Uh, what? And we'll, and we'll cut back to Devoth. Oh my god. Wow. So Captain Cork, uh, he's like, there are some windows like in the back of the captain's cabin. He's kind of like awkwardly looking at one of those. And he, uh, he says, uh, I hope there's no hard feelings from the last time we met. I know we kind of left things relatively patched up, but there could have easily have been some bad blood uh, between our first mates. Well, two things on that point. First, I think uh, any bad blood that my first mate might have had with yours ended when he took his hand. And second, my first mate unfortunately perished in the taking of Tidewater Rock. um, Sorry to hear that. Yeah, but you can tell Gare that uh, there's no one left for vengeance, I guess. I think I'll have mixed feelings on that. I know it's easy to distance yourself from your crew emotionally. You know, you, you you do your best, but it's only a matter of time before there's a seaborne accident or a you know a, a tribe of locals or some other maritime monster that takes one or two of them. I'm not afraid to tell you that his loss was was rough. He and I and, and your boy Scram too. We were all press gang together. We took this ship together. It was not an easy loss. None of them are, but you know. I know that my first mate can be pretty callous and uh, well heartless but i know it'd be a pretty big loss if i lost my first mate uh so you have my sympathies but i'm sure you're wondering why a bit yeah well i know you're enjoying your shore leave uh (laughs) i guess that's one word for it oh you're you're still in your quarantine aren't you Uh uh-huh yeah well it's it's part of the part of the process it's just something you gotta plan for Set, set some errands to do once you get in port to kill the time and you know, do what you can. I have a problem that I've been trying to get some help on. And through sheer luck, I uh, didn't even know it was one of your crew members when I talked to them. I bumped into one of your crew members looking for information, and they said that you could probably help me. I'm looking for a creature that took one of my men. I was told that you've tangled with these before. Looks like a zombie, but it's got a squid for a hat. Uh, Thank you, Dennis. And we'll see you next week. Oh, oh my what? God. <laughs> oh man! Actually, you're a madman. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for noticing my madness. Oh my God! Fuck this laptop, fuck this laptop, oh my god, it didn't work.